It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Okay. <laughs> Respond to him that I think he's a loser for that comment. <laughs> DQ, what's up, my what's man? What's up, fellas? Hey, hey, DQ, you know that uh, the Ohio State women uh, play Maryland soon. And uh, mm-hmm. basketball-wise, mm-hmm. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to say that they're they going to take y'all down this time. You well, tell, how, how and tell, 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 you can tell, tell, you can tell Brad that terrible. his, his daughter's going down. I think either, wow. I think, listen, by the way, listen, I think I, either team could beat the men's team at Ohio State that's right now. Fact. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fact. That may be a fact. That yeah. may be a fact. But, uh, hey, I'm, I'm worried about Bull and, and G because I, I heard you had a little sniffle. So I, I went and got some, uh, simple saline <laughs> for you and some uh you know what? My, my son's you know, well i'm glad it's, guess what it helps he's wait gonna get a sick wait a minute well he's gonna get a sick it's Did you, i appreciate your level of concern but i want to let you in on a little secret that i learned myself they got this okay. stuff they got this stuff called topics now so you don't gotta be bald you can just get the topics put it in your head and your your wife would think that you're 21 again what? But you think that I, I don't need any more hair. I'm good. I'm married. I'm locked in, baby. I, I'm good. Same, <laughs> but you know, I'm not letting it go. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> well, well, take that hat off. Let's see. What hey, about G, it? Take his hat what, off. What about it? Okay. Well, if right, you have to look right. down to show your hairline, that's not good. <laughs> I'm not showing the hairline. You didn't bring it. You didn't put topics okay. in there. Well, Tyvis is married too. To your barber, man. Shout out to your barber. Look at that. Hey, McNuggets, see what you started. You started hey, this. Hey, hey, I'm not a barber. I'm a barber for you in Cleveland. No, we JT. good. I'm good. Okay, Dequel, you, right. you want to first, uh, you know, do you know your butcher personally? Do you know your butcher? My butcher? Uh, yeah. You know what? I just got a butcher this past year. Yes, I do. See? Yes, I do. See, yes, Dequel knows his butcher. Bull actually on yes, the show yes. gave a shout out to his butcher. I did Not really my yeah, butcher, did. but the, yeah, the person who cut... <laughs> The per- people who cut my cold cuts at the at the deli. Man. Yeah, the good steaks, the salmon, the fish, all that. You gotta, you you have to be in good graces with, See? with the people. See, Quell's a man of the people, just like me. That's but, it's, it's but very exactly. Simple. But exactly. he didn't. He didn't name drop him to quell. He was like, "Shout out to my. He, I like my meat cut a certain way, not that thick stuff. Those are for losers. <laughs> losers only oh. get cut. No, he, no, he goes. He goes. Losers only be roast beef that's not uh, rare. Right. He got it. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody here eat roast beef or like I any, any I meat that's beef. not rare? I I eat know. I no, no, you got it. No, who's eating well done roast beef? It's always. No, 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 I, I didn't say well done roast yeah. beef. Yeah, <laughs> right. But that's what I'm saying. People, if you have well, if you eat well done meats, roast beef, any kind of steak, that's disgusting. Yeah, that is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, all just throw a hockey puck on the grill and eat that. You cook the flavor right out of it. When you uh, my cook wife, it that for one birthday uh, a, year, a few years ago, my wife was making prime rib for dinner. Right. Yeah. And I like my, okay. especially prime rib. I, that's got to be rare, super rare. I'm with you. And mm. one of my friends was over for dinner. I love him. Greatest guy. But he's like, can you make one of them for me well done? I was oh. like, you oh, kick him out. Well kick done. Out. And, and of all the meats, prime rib is like the last one. I wouldn't eat any meat uh, well done. But did you, prime so did, rib. Did you make it for We did because he's a good friend. <laughs> wow. Well, so I have, he's I like have a brother a almost, really. So I have a niece that goes to school at Howard, and yeah. you know she 
maybe two two years ago, she you know we would take her out to dinner and we you know try to find diner and, and show her you know some different places to eat because we love to eat and we had the same situation. Bull, we go to this Michelin star place. She orders yeah. a steak and she says, "Well done." Oh. And I had to excuse I had to excuse the the waiter for a second because I didn't want to embarrass my niece. I'm like, you know. <laughs> Because you're not paying for this, let's try something a little different. You know, so and, and she wouldn't budge. She wouldn't no. budge. I'm like, let's let's try something else. Let's not waste uh, medium well, whack, mm. well done piece of meat that I'm gonna have to pay for. Let's try something different. But that you know, is, people wasn't happy. They, what they love, you know. Yeah, I mean, you throw, kids today. You know, Dequil, by the way, Dequil, how tall is your son? Because he seems really tall. He, he's he's like in the. Probably ninety percentile no, in terms big. of height right now. Wow. But he's he's big, man. How old is he? He's four. He'll be five in November. Yeah, because okay. we were looking yesterday at the because Aditi was on yesterday, and we were looking at that picture of Aditi. I think oh, was yeah. holding it him. Was yeah, and it was like he was almost as big as she was. I don't know. She's kind of she's really tiny, but like yeah. he was like as big as she was. It seemed like no, no. He, and when, before she picked him up, I'm like, listen, be careful. He's solid. So he's a good <laughs> probably forty five pounds right now. We, we weigh each other every now and again, but. Mm. He uh, he's a dense kid. He's probably a head taller than all of his uh, his classmates right now. Wow! But uh, you know, he's, he's got some aunts that are six three, six four. You know, Christina comes from a big, a tall family. She's five nine. You know, so her mother's tall. Yeah. So you know, hopefully he gets. Uh, I don't want to be taller taller than me because then we might have a, have an issue. Look, you know, I, 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 see, I want my son to be taller than me. I want him to be like no, six you feet. No, you don't want his son being taller. It's a different couple jeans yeah. in there. Dequell might be getting Was getting, your wife an up. athlete too? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. No, oh, no. not at all. Wow. She, she stumbles over her own feet. No, That's she's okay, not though, Dequell, because, you know, my <laughs> wife is 5'11 and zero athleticism. I'm telling you, she yeah. can't vertical a phone booth. A phone book, rather. <laughs> a phone book. <laughs> But but she did contribute to Corey's height because I'm about six mm. foot half. Corey's like six two, and I think he got okay. that extra jolt from Tracy. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, well, he's going to get the brain from her. Dequell, sure. yeah. we were sitting here having a conversation, and G. Bush brought up the fact that the Browns don't have any. What what did you say? They don't deve- draft, develop. They've never drafted, <laughs> developed, or put on the field a a superstar wide receiver. Who did you play with at wide receiver, and was they of that yeah. magnitude? Yeah. So Braylon was there, but we all know that was he he ascended very quickly, and it and then things just kind of. I, I see. You know, I threw his to, name out there. But <laughs> I would also say, and I heard the segment you guys talking about. It, I would actually throw. I mean, would you consider him a receiver? But I would say Josh Cribbs. He was the guy who did it all. I mean, he yeah, was here he forever. Well, he was a great player, but he wasn't a great receiver. Yeah, that, that no, I, would, I would count him yeah. as a player. He just did everything. Yeah, in my senior, I can't, I can't think of one other than Braylon and Kellen Winslow. If you right. want to throw him in the mix, can you count? But uh, they didn't sustain those guys. They they had no, the talent. No, Jared Vicious was there, yeah. but it wasn't like a homegrown drafted. You know, uh, a guy who was who you know was homegrown. You always had to go out of and, and get him out of free agents. By the way, we got some breaking news. One of uh, DeQuell's teammates is going to be made, one of your f- former teammates who he played with Bubba Ventrone too. Oh no, but well, we'll get to him in a second. But one of your former teammates okay. is going to be joining us for the first time ever on the show Monday. He went to the Pro Bowl twice. 
Should have been more than that. Uh, he was a great Browns player for a very long time. No, he's a legend is Joe, what he Joe is. Hayden? Joe Hayden. No. Joe Hayden. No, we haven't had Joe yet. We got to wow. get Joe Hayden on. Le- this guy is a legend. Uh, we haven't had nobody replace him I, yet. I could, pro- I, I, in my prime, I could have probably beaten him up. Phil Dawson. Yes. <laughs> Phil Dawson. Phil Dawson. Phil Dawson. Phil Dawson. Oh, man. I got. I have a um, a framed jersey of Phil Dawson in the, in the room next to me and his cleats when he became like the all time wow. scoring champion. That's nice. nice. Oh yeah, he gave. Oh, it, yeah. he oh, gave yeah. it to That's you. That's Hall of Fame style. Well, I asked for. I always respect. I respected kickers. Tybus, unlike you, you know, I respected everyone. <laughs> of my so wait a minute. You know? I, I'll let you know that I had a, I had the best relationship with every Curry. kicker that I've ever had, except for maybe one in college. Ooh. Do you got some cleats? No. You Do you have police? I, I have football. I have police. I have frame jerseys the, the, kickers the only in kicker, my house right now. The only kicker's cliques that I would have ever asked for was either Robbie Goals or Adam Vinatieri's. That's the only two. Let me show. Let me show you something really quick. Hold on. All right, stand by. Robbie Gold. We have elevator music. Hey man, I, I I really feel like when you look at this, man. this wasn't planned. Look at this. Look at this. this was not planned. What did I say? Oh wow. Oh nice. Adam Vinatieri. That's pretty sweet. I mean, y'all were. He gave me this. Yeah, that is awesome. That's sweet. You know, Tyus, what you got? You know, I respect my teammates, Tyus. <laughs> I'm glad you do. So listen, as long as we're talking special teams. What is wrong yeah. with him? <laughs> Why are you in so much competition? You're wrong. <laughs> you're oh, I know the next I'm, line, but we're not I'm allowed to say it. I'm flawed. <laughs> name me your, name me your uh, special teams coordinators. Oh, no, I didn't like my special See that? Blonde. Blonde. Was it a Tabor here? Tab- Tabor, I like Tabor, Don't but the one no before him, Jerry, Jerry Rossberg. Jerry Rossberg? I know, man. Me and that guy, we never saw eye to eye. He said some disrespectful uh, things Ooh. to me out of his mouth as a rookie. And I tell you what, it took three or four guys to hold me back because, man, at that moment, I needed some boxing gloves. We were gonna go after. Him. Wow! And from that moment, he respected me, and we kept we kept it cordial. Like, listen, Ooh. keep it football. It's all good. But when you start to dive into my personal life and Whoa. all oh, this other crap, geez, I got a problem. Oh, Jerry, well, Jerry, Jerry was brutal, man. He did was they brutal. make? Did the Browns make the right move in moving on from Prefer? And you know well. Uh, mm-hmm. Ventrone. Now we're putting a cart before the horse. He doesn't have the job yet. There's another candidate. Right. The Giants' assistant special teams coach is a candidate. But tell us your thoughts on the move and how they should proceed <laughs> going forward. Yeah, I don't understand what took it so long. Yeah, I don't understand what move was made recently that you didn't already know when the season was over. I, you know, I, I just don't understand the the timing of it all. But in the end, he's gone. And I think Bubba, as you see on the screen, Bubba. He was probably one of outside of Pat McAfee. He's probably the or or and and uh, Josh Cribs. He's probably the best special teams player I ever played with. The wow. guy was, was tough, strong, physical. Uh, he was great in every phase. You know, uh, punt return, punt team, kickoff return, kickoff. He taught me a lot of what I needed to do on kickoff return when I was a when I was a young boy. You know, young pup playing playing in the league. So he he's always had a ton of respect from. All of us and Joe Hayden, I know he he loves Bubba, and he he went on. I mean, it's no surprise that he's he's in a position he's in right now, and to have a homegrown guy, well, a guy who's familiar with Cleveland, come back, have a chance to coach yeah. this team. I'm quite sure he's going to reach out to Josh Cribs because those two they had a connection when we played. We had some of the best special teams units in the league on a four and twelve team, so I think this is definitely a a, a great. Um, yeah. 
you know, if he if he's able to get the job, I think it'll be a great hire because Bubba you, means a lot. City, and he, he's just a great guy and all. Are you saying you think he might try to get Josh to like be his assistant? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I would not be surprised if yeah. he would reach out if well, he were Josh to get the job. In it. Josh did an internship yeah, he, with the Browns a couple of years ago, and I had mm-hmm. spoken with him about it afterwards when he decided to move on. But I saw I think Josh had a tweet. Uh, around the college football uh, all-star season where he may have been a special teams coach for one of those college all-star games. Oh, really? I, I, yeah, he I, was. He okay, was. yeah. It was so, the NFLPA. I, I, I coached it in a couple years. The NFL, yeah, you're right. right. And when I how saw did, that, I thought maybe he wants to get did. back in it. Uh, when you coached, how was the linebackers? Just out of curiosity. Oh, oh, we had fun, man. We had fun. And actually, one of the guys played for the Browns. Really? What was, that, what yeah, was his name? Oh, I can't. His name is slipping my mind right now, but I have his uh his name in my phone. Hey, hey, don't do this, Ty. Don't, I, I, hey, don't do I, this. I just asked the question. I'm just asking the question. That's all. all. Right. I'm look, look, hey. my, my linebacker, I still keep in touch with a, a bunch a bunch of them. So I didn't yeah. just you know once I left them, I didn't just drop them to the side because yeah. once once you once we create that bond, you know, it's forever. But I can't think of his name right now. Well, <laughs> I'm curious. Do you at, when you were a player? Did it matter to you whether or not? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The coach actually played in the NFL. Did that factor in? I mean, I know there's some good I mean, coaches who didn't, but yeah. did it mean, like, especially when you initially met the guy, maybe, did it mean more? Did, mm-hmm. he, did he have a more benefit of the doubt if he played? At the end of the day, does it help? Does it give you instant credibility? Yes, but did it matter? What mattered to me was, do you know the game? Do I think I can get better by listening to you? If I didn't think you could help my career and and you teach me something, I learned something, how to play the position a little bit better, uh, then I didn't care who you were, man, woman, whatever. If you can get me better and get me paid, I'm all ears. And I've been around other guys who, you know, had all the credentials in the world and we just didn't we didn't click and right. i'm the easiest person to you know listen i want to play well i want to do all the things right but i think in some cases if you if you have a young team and if you're devoid of talent or not talent but leadership in certain places like the browns for instance mm-hmm. you need a guy who can can capture the ear of these players right away to get your message uh through because you know listen a lot of young players want to do well but if they're not led correctly then what do you really have? You have a collection of talent that, that's right. that you know, is headed nowhere. So uh, it's a segue into Jim Schwartz. I think that's why they went and got a guy like him on the heels of Woods being fired. You need a guy who understands players, who understands the psyche of a player and how to motivate them. And I think this is what this team needed defensively because you have a, you have a collection of talent and you don't have a sole outspoken leader in that locker room. Jaquel, I'm asking you a question. This is a money question too, man. Uh, mm-hmm. This is it's kind of philosophical. I just thought about it when Bull said something. Do you believe there will be um, the first, which will happen first, the first minority 
black-owned NFL team or mm-hmm. the first woman head coach? Head coach? Wow. And do you think, do you, and even when the first woman head coach, do you think that's possible? And if so, what year? That's a great question. Uh, what will come first? I think ownership will probably come first. Yeah, I think we're I close mean, to minority owner. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we I think we really are. Yeah, we're close yeah. there. Yeah. What, about, what about majority owner, though? How about no, 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 no. I, I, was, no he, I was scared yeah. with Trotter because you got to have, when you said, now Jay-Z got money. I Don't get me twisted. But when you say you have to have a billion dollars in cash, to yeah, put down, to not put a lot. Well, I looked into Jay Z. Jay Z's net well, worth well, is right. exactly thirty percent of the average cost of an NFL team right now. So I would wipe him yeah, out. Like, I would say right now is probably the most. Um, right now, as a culture, black people have the most money we've ever accumulated. Right, mm-hmm. and you have to think, you know, hell, my grand, my grandparents' grandparents were on the field. So we're not too far removed from having generational money. So right now is the most money we've ever been able to accumulate. So uh, I do think it'll happen before we see a a woman head coach. And I do think that is possible. I do think that is around around the corner because we, you know, the Browns, for instance, they have an assistant GM who who's a woman and and that's climbing up the ranks. And and, you know, with the Browns, for instance, they don't get a lot of credit for having a lot of you know, uh, uh, black and brown people work for this organization. They've done it for many, many years, and I think we don't talk enough about it. Um, so, you know, it, it's an interesting question. It's a great question to bring up, but I do think I think there will be a, probably a, a, a majority black owner before we see a, a woman head coach, in my opinion, right now. I, I agree with that. It is, you know, obviously there's been prejudice against women in, in sports. There's no reason in theory that what's the difference between a woman who obviously hasn't played in the NFL and a man who hasn't played in the NFL being a coach. There really should be no difference. It's all about how much you work. The problem is men are chauvinistic, not all men, but men are chauvinistic and getting over that. There'll always be some guys that will have a bad attitude about it. I do. I do think we're going to see a man head, a woman head coach in the NBA in the next decade. Oh, for sure. I think that's happening. And there's a GM in baseball. The The GM of the Marlins is a woman. I think when Pop leaves San Antonio, they're going to hire a woman. Becky. What's uh, Becky Hammonds? Becky Hammonds. Ain't she with the Aces now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And she makes a million dollars a year, which as of when she signed, was the next highest coach salary in WNBA was 250000 I, I think you have to wait 50 years. By the way, we're all going to uh, get a bunch of tweets saying uh, that we're all too woke by saying a woman should be a head coach in the NFL. We're going to get accused of Here's the thing. I'm not saying. I, 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 I don't. I would never say that a woman Especially should be a head coach in the NFL. I would never say that a woman should be a head coach in the NFL. Here's what I would say If there is a woman who is among the most 32 qualified to be a head coach in the NFL, then she should be a head coach. Agreed. But I'm not going to say, well, we got we to gotta do it because she's a woman. Agreed, Jay. But we all say that. Uh, we all say the same thing about black coaches, you know, as long as they're one of the third. In, 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 in a perfect. Nirvana world, the 32 best people for the jobs would get the jobs. You're right. But it doesn't work that no, way. No, it does not. As it never seen. works that way. But yeah, to say that a woman should be a head coach in the NFL. Th- no, nobody. I, I don't think anybody's saying that, but no. I think. No, you said that we're going to get grief because you said a woman should be a head coach in the NFL. And I don't think that's what we're saying. No, well, no, but there's just the fact that no. we're talking about it. There'll be yeah. some people complaining. Well, listen, it's but, coming. The Browns have. Right. It, Kelly, 
She's a, the assistant wide receiver coach, or is she the the, the wide receiver coach? Assistant. She's assistant. Yeah, she's Chad assistant. Wide receiver. It, it, so she's not it, the head wide receiver it, coach, it, no. but she's in the room. Jay, I'll add this this point, and especially in today's climate of football. Yeah, I, when I entered the league, if you asked me that same question, I would have gone a completely different route. Now yeah. it, the woman is, is it is just a different climate. Now right. the climate in the locker room has changed. And it's more open and progressive. So, yeah, I do think at some point, and I, I agree with you, we're, we're not saying that they, a woman should, but the best 32 right. candidates should be hired. And, you know, we can go back and forth about, uh, you know, the, the, the debate about black coaches as well. And I'll say this about that point. I think we get so caught up in, you know, having a, a, a the, the imagery is important, right? But I think a lot of people have to realize it shouldn't take another – a black person to hire another black person. No, it's you know, not. It's got to be all inclusive. So I, I just wanted to, you know, drive that one point home in on terms that, of the coaches or whatever. On that point, Dequel, I'm curious, and I'm curious your answer, Tyvis, to this as well. As a player, was it talked about in the locker room? Like, was it was an open conversation about how black coaches were not getting the same opportunities in general. Yes. Why, is that something that's talked about? Yes. That's what, that's what I thought. 1,000%. Yeah. Yeah, no no doubt. Because we, we all yeah. know a lot of guys who we played with who we knew if they decided to pursue coaching, they were going to be really great coaches. But, again, it's hard to, to break into that fraternity of that coaching cycle. And, unfortunately, you know, it's still work in progress. And, yeah, it was definitely a topic of conversation when – you know, there's millions of guys who played this, uh, a lot of guys who played this game at a high level that can go coach and, you know, for whatever reason, they don't decide to pursue it. Yeah, no, I don't. I think I think we society is always society is always a little more progressive in terms of what we think is possible. Um, but when you got 32 teams and that's the elite fraternity, like sometimes we're a little naive, like you got to realize that they <laughs> They they talk to each other and they say, "Hey, listen, that's nice. We want to mm-hmm. say that, but let's be real. That's not gonna happen." Um, and that's mm-hmm. just a, just the reality of the situation. It's like that in corporate America. Any once yeah. you get to the elite of the elite, you gotta be you gotta be ushered in. They gotta wrap their arms around mm-hmm. you, and you have to yeah. think if there was a woman that was a, a coach, that would move the earth. That would shake. We all shake some stuff up. Like they're just now getting around to being comfortable saying we're gonna have an African American coach, right? But when you talk mm-hmm. about moving and, and it changes the perception of what you even think about the league, right? You would actually have to change the way that certain people think at a fundamental level for them to even accept it. Right. And it's not the people, mm-hmm. the fans, yeah. it's it's ownership. Because I guarantee you there are a lot of men out there. When I when I made the statement that in theory, what's the difference? between a woman being a coach and a man who didn't play. Obviously, guys who played, there's been no women that have played in the NFL, uh, obviously. But a man who did not play professionally and a woman, what's the difference? Well, the difference, I think the difference is, like you could say, well, okay, Bill Belichick. Well, Bill Belichick played collegiate football. All these guys played collegiate football at a pretty high level. Even uh, did they all? Well, we they did. The, they all played collegiate, but they yeah, and a lot at, of them played in their Ivy level. leagues. Yeah, and were all Ivy conference. League. So yeah. 
Yeah, there, but now so, so there what's is the, the woman's lead? Yes. Now, so if what, you're talking about somebody that's never ever played the game of football, but yeah. that's a coach. Yeah, you'll that, have pushback that, on that. I, whether yeah, man yeah, or yeah, woman. Yeah, 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 at the highest there. level, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. But what's the difference? Like, they didn't all play at high levels. Some of them played D three. Some of them played. Long as you played, though, yeah. Yeah, you right, played. Right. If, if you, and if you if played you tell D3, me you're a guy off the yeah, if you tell me a guy off the street who never played the game ever, no, yeah, that's pushback. That, 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 yeah, no. Nah. But a lot of the women no, that are, but all the women that are going into coaching now played some level of football. Women's there's women's professional. Well, honestly, leagues. there's not a lot of women that are going into coaching. No, there aren't, but the few that are have yeah, played. Of course. Yes. Yeah. That's all that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, 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 it's fascinating to me. I would even I would even say just the sight of seeing a, a woman with the call sheet, like making those crucial plays. Yeah, I think that would happen. In the, in the crunch time. Like, because to me, if there's anything more, I guess, inspirational or there's anything more that I would think about and be like, wow, you could be it. Because we tell people we, you could be anything in, your, in, the, in this world. You can be anything you want to be. They was lying back in the seventies and eighties when they came up. You can you cannot be anything you want to be. We and in truth, win. that's still a lie now. That's still a lie. Like I, right. you know, you, I, I love LeBron James, but when LeBron James goes to his school in Akron and tells the kids, "You can do what I've done," they can't. No, you can't. That's not that's, the truth. It's not for everybody. LeBron was six eight, two sixty, built like a locomotive with yeah. unbelievable God given talent. There and an unbelievable kids. work ethic. And yes. and right, he had the perfect package. Yeah. So I I'm always careful not to use that phrase yeah. <laughs> because I can look around the average fourth grade class and I can tell you a lot of those kids aren't going to be pro athletes. Well, so you can do you most things, not, yes. not everything within yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah, you know, now there are physical limitations that people will have. Yeah, you know? I can't be no fire pilot. I can't be. I can't. You can't be a race car. Driver. I, I can't be. I can't go to NASA. I can't. I can't just fly Why rocket ships. Why can't you? I'm too big. Physical limitations. Physical well, they have size were requirements. Kid, that might not have been the case. Well, well he was the size in the sixth grade. Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, probably just big. But here's the thing. I, I will say this. You know, Ooh, I will say that. I think it's, it is. Like it will be miss. closer. It's closer to <laughs> basketball. I think basketball is a different sport. Football is, I guess, uh, is something where. You, I mean, it's just the politics of football are different. Basketball, ooh, ooh shot. Basketball, though, ba women have been playing basketball. The game is still the same. That's why right. we'll see a woman head coach yes. in the NBA. You can pass, you can dribble. It's the same game. Yep, right? it is the same game. And I think we yep. will see a woman head coach in the N and, NBA. And by the way, uh, what's her name? Mendoza, right? Jess Mendoza. She yeah. she covers baseball. And I, and the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, this is this is new. And then you realize, you no, know, it's the yeah. same yeah. game. The Pretty Cubs much, have right? a yeah. the Cubs in their minor <clears throat> system have a uh, a woman pitching coach. Oh really? Wow, yeah. well, that's interesting. That, that is, system. yeah. Very is time is raising his hand. Oh no, that's no. Yeah. He's holding so you his remember, pose. You remember because he, he made a water bottle shot. You remember on Love and Basketball oh, when no. Monica hit her yeah. shot. And she I, just posed. I, That's where I'm at. I thought you were doing the Wesley Snipes and White Man. Oh yeah, jump, it's pretty. <laughs> it's so pretty. <laughs> well, Jay, Jay missed, and I just all netted miles. So well, that, that sounded terrible. Take a well, picture. That proves he's a better water bottle shooter than me for sure. ATF. <laughs> you, you know what? That, that was a game. So I was gonna say that was a game in training camp, Jay. Yeah. Oh man, you can win and lose a lot of money <laughs> shooting balls of tape. Yeah, well, anything at the trash can. I won you plenty, guys, $20 bills playing that game. Trust uh, the me. Bucks always used to do this game where they would get on the 20-yard line and try to throw footballs into the trash can that were in the end zone. Mm, and I'll tell you who's best it. at it out of everybody. Warren Sapp. 
War and sap. War and sap wow. was sick at that. Yo, they now, see, he looks like a dead man. They don't do that. Now what they do is they do the stand at the fifty and try to hit the cross. Upright. Oh, yeah, 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 the cross. Man, yeah, yeah, that's tough. Woo! To yeah. Hey, I didn't know how hard it was till I tried it. We be out there. So you lost your money. No, I didn't bet no. I <laughs> see, I'm not going up against the quarterbacks. I'm not doing that. that that's yeah, that's, 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 that's silly. Yeah, that's silly. Oh my goodness. Hey, listen. I heard you um, guys. I, I yeah, got a go, question go for, for you before we let you go. Um, we've been talking a lot about the draft, and we're trying to figure out here how to best go about it. They need D-tackle. They need wide receiver. They also need some linebackers and some other things. But I think the big two big areas of needs, wide receiver and defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. There's three ways to acquire talent. You can do it through trade. You can do it through free agency. You can do it through the draft. How do the how should the Browns come into this draft? Is D tackle their biggest area of need, and do they try to attack that in the draft? And how should they go about wide receiver? Yeah, I, I think wide receiver wise, I mean, we, we got free agency coming up, and I think unless you have a, I don't think they can find a difference maker at the receiver position at picking at the forty third position. Not to say you can't, but I right. think right now in today's NFL. You can find receivers through free agency. I think right. that's the best route. And find someone to you have to find someone if you paid you committed two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed to Deshaun Watson. He needs help. Uh, you look around this summer, who's everyone talking about? Lamar Jackson. Will he sign or won't he sign and the weapons that he has? So you have to be able to get this guy some weapons. But again, the D tackle position, man, it's a toss up. I mean, you look at last year's draft where there was an assertive effort to get D tackle help and between Perion Winfrey and uh, I forget the other guy's name, but they, they haven't been, they haven't shown up. So, listen, is it a focal point? Yeah, I think in a draft you have to find, it's hard to find D tackles in free agency because yeah. those guys do not leave their organizations. If you have a, a, a Dominic, uh, a Dominic uh, I can't even say his Dominic name. Dominic Sue. Dominic Sue, yes, or, or an Aaron Donald, those guys don't leave the building. So you have to, you know, Find these guys in the draft, which we don't have a good track record of doing. But at this point, you have to take defensively. I give a, I'm gonna give a lot of, I'm gonna put a lot of weight on uh, Jim Schwartz. I think the reason they went out and got this guy, they have some pieces they don't want to give up on. And how do we get these guys to play together, to play fast, to play smart, and who can, who can galvanize these guys and, and light a fire up under their butt? Because right. I think last year, a, a lot of these draft picks defensively, the D tackle position. They, it were it, it was a waste. We didn't yeah. see what it, it was a waste. All we know were, uh, was Miles Garrett able to rush off the edge, and in the interior there was nothing, and the line, and then so forth and so forth, all the the holes throughout this defense. So I think um, listen, with with two with a second, third, or fourth round pick, two fourth round picks, Andrew Barry has to get it right, and he at the very least he has to find some difference makers in the draft because right now, you know. Free agency is your best route to, to help this offense. We say it's a prove-it year for Stefanski. It's a prove-it year for Andrew Barry, too, and he's got, he's got to make some moves that, that, that strengthens by, those areas of need. By the way, I'm sure DeQuell knows this because he did it, <laughs> but I don't think we've ever talked about this on the show. I want to see if these guys know the answer. DeQuell mm-hmm. had one pick six as a member of the Browns. Who was the quarterback he picked off oh, yeah. for that pick six? <laughs> Tom Brady. Oh, I definitely know this. No. Yeah, I figured you did. It is not Tom Brady. Peyton Manning. It is not Peyton Manning. No. Carson Palmer. No. He, Drew I'll give Brees. you a clue. He was a, he was a lefty. 
Oh, wow. He Michael Mark, Vick. Mark Brunel. Michael Vick? Oh, Mike got it. Michael, Michael Vick. Vick. Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. And you talk about coaching. Oh, yeah. You talk about coaching. Billy Davis, who you've heard me talk about on this show, he was uh, with the Arizona Cardinals. All we, he was another guy who didn't play at the highest level, but he was one of the smartest coaches ever been around. He knew coverages. And all week long, we, we, you know, we, we would cover two defense. He would tell me, listen, five-step drop. If it's play action, he's throwing the ball, you know, two two yards outside of the hash, just run 12 to 15 yards down, you know, uh, uh, two and a half yards outside of the hash, he will throw it right to you. And every day in practice, I screwed it up. I'm like, this is not going to happen. Because <laughs> in practice, they threw it right to me, no matter what. And I'm sure he paid the, the quarterback to throw it to me. And sure enough, the game happens the same, you know, I have a glimpse of, okay, this is the play that, you know, that he's going to play action. There's a deep comeback. And literally, I did exactly what he said caught it, intercepted it, did a flip in the end zone, hurt my ass, and then I ran to the <laughs> side. <laughs> and it was, it was good joy. Good joy. <laughs> you shouldn't be yeah. doing that. Leave that to yeah, the no, no, no. That was the last time I ever flipped. I never, what would make you do a front flip? And I, and I didn't land it. I landed on my ass. Yeah, you scored a touchdown, man. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, Quell Jackson, thanks, brother. Thanks, Quell. See you next week. I'm going to send you a few of these, man. And I'm going to send you some topics, so don't worry. We, we got a nice exchange going. <laughs> oh, I use this man. My beard. There you go. See you, DQ. Oh, thanks, man. DQ. That interview, by the way, with Quell Jackson was brought to us by BetJack. Hey, Ohio. Sports betting is now live. Download the BetJack app today so you can get in on all the action. BetJack, it is Ohio's sports book. Before we play true and false, Tyvis, you are the true special teamer on this panel. You played in the NFL, played on special teams. Mike Prefer is no longer here. And while we have you here, because we can't do this another day without you, will you kind of give us an inside look at what makes a good special teams coach and what hopefully whoever they, the Browns bring in to replace Prefer can add to this team? Yeah, so a good special teams coach is, to me, is one that, because, you know, offense and defense is pretty serious. Special teams is one of those ones that usually they are the ones that got the most energy. So, like, for example, my time in Seattle and San Fran was, like, the, my favorite special teams teams because those two coaches, like, for Seattle, this is some classified information. For Seattle, they would have, like, <laughs> the, the Nelly tip drill video. We'd be going crazy watching the video. All the music is blasting and stuff like that. But it, it was fun. So it made you like engaged. And the thing that people don't realize about special teams is special teams is really, it really fundamentally helps you at whatever position group you play. So for example, I hated KR, but it wasn't until I met, I had a special teams coordinator like uh, B Snides in, in Seattle or HT and in, in San Fran that was like, listen, you mad at, you don't, you, you don't want to show the energy to do special teams, but do you know KOR? It's essentially you doing middle field uh, post plays. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, when you run it through the post, you got to run to the post, flip your hips, drop and backpedal back. Guess what you do on KR? You got to sprint back 20 yards, flip your hips, backpedal and pick up your block. And I said, huh, that's right. So to me, Special teams is very important, and if you get a coach that comes in there and explains it to them and the fact that, hey, not only is you going to be good on special teams, this is going to help you actually be good at your position, then that's when you'll excel at it. But until people get that mindset or have a coach that comes in and instills that mindset, these players are not – they're just going to look at it like, oh, it's just regular special teams. So I think that a good special teams coach understands how this – how special teams ties into how players can become better at their respective positions. And until they get that, then their special teams will be what it is.
I like that, though. I wonder if special teams coaches are also popular because there's prop. A lot of the guys who play on special teams are not going to have as big an ego as the stars on offense and defense. So they're easier to coach. They're probably easier to coach. Yeah, they're they're all climbing. You know, they're ascending the mountain and they're working harder. Yes, and And it's an energy play, right? It's an energy unit. They you. When you become, if you're not the starter, special teams develops you into becoming that guy. So yeah. you, when you make plays on special teams, your coach, your position coach notices that, and your special teams coach is the one that goes to bat for you in ninety-eight percent of the to time. Make the roster, like right? this guy right here, yeah, he need, I need him on this team, wow. so he's gonna save you from getting cut to begin with. But if you're making plays on special teams, your DB coach or your whatever position coach looks at that, and say, let's get him in on offense and defense, because he looks like he's ready to play now. I, I, so I, it really shows it. Sure, it serves as a developmental thing, right? Why don't if it's that important? Why don't you believe? teams draft for special they teams. do they do if you literally have special team core guys every team but I and I said this last year with the Browns I don't know who on the Browns is when you look at the Browns who is your special core yeah. guy yeah. every team has at least three guys that solely special teams like Matthew yeah. Slater solely special teams like you need guys like that they Ebner yep. yeah. solely special teams we don't have guys like Josh Cribs was that guy yeah but we don't have guys like that anymore no. people don't take pride in special teams like they used to they think it's just another play special teams is nothing but one play where you give full energy 100% effort because you only get one play so go out there and give it everything. And if you do that, I promise you, you'll make more plays than not. Plus, right. your one play can be the difference in the game. It no can. doubt. Shout yeah. out to Steve Tasker. And, and one last thing, yeah, Thomas, on that before we move on. DeQuell talked about Bubba Ventrone being one of the best special teams players he's ever played with in his you know, decade-long career in the NFL. For a guy to have that on-field experience coming in potentially to the Browns, how does it translate from the what he did on the field to as a coach? Because his special teams unit in Indianapolis was top five in the league this year. Well, how would it translate? Is he well? Obviously, given a guy who's played it, you know, he'll be able to instill that energy and having the resume that hey, my special teams was top five in the NFL last year. That automatically gets you credibility yeah. because we stunk last year. We want to be better, but you got to find the guys that want to make the difference. And until they do that, we stuck in the boat anyway. So he'll go out there and he'll weed those guys. He'll find that that third string corner that may not be getting play time on the field. Hey. Come play special teams and be a star. Make this city remember your right. name. You can be solely beloved if you just give it 100% effort on special teams. You go down there, a punt return, make a big play. You go down, kick off, make a big hit, or you become a great returner. This city will love you. This city is ready to get behind anybody that's willing to give their 100% effort. And everybody on this panel knows that. Yeah, especially Cleveland. It's We're a important. gritty city. We <clears throat> want you to work your ass off. That's we it. We want you to be... Josh Cribbs, Bubba Ventrone. You don't have Those to. Guys, you don't have to be the the hundred touchdown score. No. You don't have to be the quarterback yeah, or the receiver. You can set the tone yeah. for your offense and, or defense. And, and there's the a lot of guys like that. Like nobody, like fans of the L.A. Rams didn't know who Bubba Ventrone was, but no. Browns fans did, sure. right? Like, and every team has. Like, there's a few guys that become famous for special teams, but mostly it's guys that only that fan base knows that guy. Right. You're right. You know, and it's important, obviously. All right, who's our, uh, who's our subject for true or false? It is time to play true and false. The next 25 minutes of the show are dedicated to the Guardians. Yes. Oh, lost. And today's true and false candidate is none other than Terry Francona. Oh, Tito. The head man, the 
boss. We have to dig deep for some of these to find some that I don't let me, think. Let me give you my parlay. Okay. J. Bull. G. Bush. Yeah, you see, but my three leg parlay. Mostly these questions have nothing to do with their no, they careers. Don't. They, they don't see. like random dopey stuff. But y'all yeah. just know that. In the eighth grade, his teacher's name was Did I, Mrs. Dinwiddie. Wait a minute. True has, has me and G. Bush ever lost a football player? Yes. Plenty yeah. of times. Yeah. I, I, Terry, I, I, Fran, I, Terry Francona uh, picked his ass five times in, in, <laughs> in the dugout in 2021. No, it was actually four times. Wait, did you see my yeah. first question? That was literally it. Are <laughs> uh, you guys ready? Yeah, ready. Scoreboard ready. Steve, punch it up. True or false? Tito's middle name is James. James. I have no idea. We were always friends. Easy money. Since our childhood days. Then we made our plans. Then we went and go our special <laughs> way. You, what is wrong with you, man? Bull says false. G says false. J says false. Tyvis says true. This is a chance for Tyvis to take the early lead, except his middle name is John. Not yeah. James. No, no, that no, is false. No, no. I got my, my parlay looking good right yeah. now. I was in the hole early. My and parlay. Tito is part of. He's he's probably one of the baseball apostles. <laughs> he is. See, that's a good one. Yeah, that was, I that can't was, believe that you was cold. That was cold. That was cold. <laughs> you you are like sick, that. not ill. <laughs> Question number two. Francona was a first-round pick by Montreal in the 1980 MLB draft. I have no idea. That's crazy. I don't even know if it was the x back then. Boom, 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 boom. Jay feels boom, confident on this one. I have no idea. He's got the confidence smirk. True, 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 and G. Bush says false. The answer. It's true. It is true. Yep. It is true, don't, Jay. Don't blow my parlay, G. He would have been a much better player had he not had Each knee issues. <coughs> Tito. It's good pinch hitter. Issues. Knee issues. How old is Tito? He's got to be 64-ish, maybe. I feel like in his, like, the 80s. 80s. I'm like, you got drafted in 80. The 80s was the decade of, like, the standout pitch hitter. I feel like we don't have those guys anymore. No, we don't. You're you right. You had Tito. Yeah. Right? You had Lenny Harris. You remember? There you was had a... Rusty Staub. Was Elvira, a great pitch hitter. Elvira Espinosa. <laughs> there was a guy. Uh, have those guys no, I was going to say the Indians had, but he was great with the bases loaded. Pat Tabler. Pat Tabler. His average with the bases loaded yes, was Pat Tabler. insane. Go ahead. Okay. Question number three. Terry Francona was born in South Dakota. True or false? So, so hey, how would I know so, this? So, let me, I'm, I'm just, hold on. Let me just throw just, this out here. Let me, let me just throw this Jay's out here. Jay's confident again. No, no, no. Let me just throw this out here. <laughs> this is a freaking layup. You handed this man a layup on, 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 on today. You do know this guy knows Terry Francona personally. So you do know that he's been to his house. That's what I'm saying. They shared dinner together. I don't know where you were born. I guess you, you see what I'm saying? This man is intimately involved with Terry Francona and everything Tito. That's what I'm saying. Like this That's ain't crazy. They felt Jay bad for false. you. He's still going to win. Everyone says false. So either his bio's lying or you guys are all silly because the answer, according to his bio, is true. I was going to say, I, th I was going to say, I think he was born in North Dakota. 
No, he was born in South Dakota. The difference between North Dakota and South Dakota is one word. Yeah, one word. I hope That's you didn't it. get I mean, these all from the WKYC Bismarck. Wow. No, this is from the Cleveland <laughs> Guardians official bio of Terry Francona. I don't know. I, don't know. I thought it was. I really did think it, that it was. It was the other Dakota. No, it was South Dakota. Okay. It was South Dakota. He has several they South Dakota just make high school it records. One Dakota. South yeah. Dakota. We need two Dakotas. Yeah. Do we need the division? I think Pierre is the capital of South Carolina. Bismarck. I thought Bismarck is North Dakota. It is. Bismarck is North Dakota. Pierre is South Dakota. There you go. We'll do a geography test one day on this. I love capital. That'd be fun. I love street capitals. Make it. Question number four. All right. Time is this a baseball question right up your alley. Francona is the only manager in Major League history to win his first eight consecutive World Series games. Man. This is. No. Stop it. He swept one of them. G says false. Tyvis says false. What? You don't know the answer? Jay well, says I, false. I, I think and it's... Bull says true, which means one way or another, we're having a new leader in the clubhouse. Yeah. And the leader is Adam the Bull. Of course Dang. he is. God, I don't remember. I, I don't I remember. Do these guys. Tyvis is whining. Tyvis and G are whining about Jay. And I know, I, I know a thing or two Jay about that. I said it. I had you second place. Under a candlelit. Rooftop moonlight atmosphere <laughs> with Terry Francona. It wasn't and it's moonlight. Adam it wasn't moonlight. <laughs> they had dress shoes on too. <laughs> you know what? Jay wore his nicest off-brand Tims for that dinner. <laughs> there is, there is some truth that we may have. Uh, no, never mind. By the way, right, I, right, I right. saw. I am probably one of the few people that has seen Terry Francona starstruck. I thought you were going to say naked, and I was going to say, no, I have not seen what the heck are you about no, to tell no, Well, us? first of all, a lot of people have seen him naked. He's been in a baseball locker room for a million years. Guys walk around naked Star all the time. Starstruck by whom? When he met Michael Stanley, who I worked with at WK, wow. at, at the fan. Wow, I mean, you're going true no matter what on the next one? <laughs> blind true. Wow, he's all usually right. right on those. Hey, can we do a can we do a <laughs> yeah. I, Is I, this worth more? This would be the one that I know. Is this a blind true? Is this blind What's true the worth standings two right now, no, guys? After th four questions, Bull has three, Jay has two, Tybus and G each have one. Oh, wow. I just need So if we, if we go blind. Oh, you, blind you blew my parlay. If, if, we go, if, you, don't, if you go blind, not it does not count. No bonus. If we go blind, can we get two? No bonus. No bonus. No bonus. Come on, let's go. Question number five. extra point. I tried it. Francona won college baseball's Golden Spikes Award oh, that's at Arizona man. That's in false. Oh, man. I think there's a lot of good players that came out in 80. No, he was in, He was drafted in 80, so there's no, no he was. Yeah. So there's no way. Yeah, the, se the season ends, then he got drafted. Yeah, uh, it could nah. very well be true. Hey, man. Yep. G. Bush says false. I'm just, I'm just keep going false. Everyone else says true, and the answer Tyvis, I hate the fact that you're now six for six. I know, every time he does it, he gets it right. This is obnoxious. Every time he does it. I tried to throw him off by saying there were a lot of good players that came out in 1980. I don't like that. that is, that's weird that I am 100% at that. Do it again, then. I'm cool. Do it again. Nope. But what, it's only good for one, time, one episode. Next question. The most home runs Francona ever hit in a single season of his professional career. Yeah. You mean it was five. major league career? Ma major, major league, league. <laughs> yes, major league career. It was five. We'll just keep rolling with it. False, false, <laughs> false. Bull says true. If Bull gets this, I can't catch him. You can't catch him. Because I think there's just one left, right? There is one left. Yeah. Let's see it, Steve. No, there's two left. Excuse me. Oh, okay, good. Oh, wow. Yes, I sir. think he had seven one year. No. 
Three? Three. Okay, three. I knew it was low. Three. I knew it was a very See, small that's number. That's just a terrible question. You got it right, Bull. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, 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 I said sorry. true. Bull's just saying he got it wrong. It's a it's great just call. like a, you know. What's the standing? There's two questions left. Question. We're tied. You're one down. Or you're two down. And I think G-Bush is in last. G-Bush cannot catch yeah. anybody. <laughs> Bull and Jay are tied at four apiece. Yep. Tyvis has three. Go ahead. Question Lock number seven. Do -do 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 -do. No, I'm not doing that. All four of Tito's kids played collegiate oh, sports. Of any kind. Of any kind. Okay. Uh -huh. I wouldn't. I, I don't think they let his kids sit at the crib. What was the question? Because I didn't even. All, all four, four of his, his kids, kids played, played collegiate, collegiate sports. sports. Collegiate. Ooh, yeah. that's that's tough. What you ain't got genes like that. <laughs> Tyvis says true. True. We have two trues, two falses. But I want to read G Bushes. Hit that like button for your boy, please. <laughs> That is true, even though his answer is false. The correct answer to this question is false. Yeah, well, Three I of his four played collegiate athletics. I knew one, one of them went not. straight to the Naval Academy. You are correct. Because yeah. Jay actually drove them to college. <laughs> I, I, I helped move them in. Yes, yes, Jay had the best. Tito, with he him. moved them in. With and those Annapolis. type of questions, Jay's so got to figure it So you right. lost or what? So coming down to the final question. Too many personal questions. No, it's better not be those Jay personal questions. I have a two. A one-point lead over Bowl. Oh, okay. So this Heading into the final question. Ooh, okay, so we could tie. I kind of want overtime. This last question for the record. Overtimes are fun. No, this not. last question came from MLB.com. False. His bio. Ooh. Do not question anything about it. This is directly from the Cleveland Guardians website. False. Steve, take it. Giving hints with that comment. I don't like it. Terry Francona is a big fan of the band Imagine Dragons. Had an album in years. Can you see Tito jamming out? No, wait a, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Wait, wait, no. Mikey, you're talking too much over there. I'm trying to get in like their head. I don't like it. You're giving hints. I'm trying to get in their head. You're giving hints, and I'm very upset about that. Damn it. You know what, G? You've been wrong on all of these except for this one. <laughs> you got, you know, he is a huge fan of Imagine Dragons, according to MLB.com. I'm guessing I, that's not the music he played on your guys' intimate dinner at a rooftop. No, it's not. It's not. I didn't know that. that that's not even on our playlist. I, I knew that because I just um, assumed since he was a Michael Stanley fan. Yeah, like, I, I, I was trying to do that too. I'm like, I know, I know some of the music he likes. Yeah. It just doesn't fit that. I, genre. So, despite the fact yeah. that. Jay got the last question wrong. Jay, you are a champion today. Yeah, yep. that was You good. and your close personal friend, it Tito Francona. Good. It's good to get back in the win column. Uh, they, I, it was tailor-made for you. I think I've got 11 wins now. Please. What is, how, how many points do you have? You ain't, he ain't. No, I'm being Tyvis. Tyvis, like, boy, I never lost one this bad. That boy ain't never smelled. He ain't going to never smell 11 hello? wins. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, we got a caller. Go uh, ahead, caller. Uh, hello? You're on Paul, the air. Is Paul DePotel? Nah, he's he busy right now. It's Tito. Yeah, uh, he said. Tell uh, him I'll call him when I yeah. normally do at 1 30. Re reservations tonight. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Tell him to text me where. Dress yeah, nice. Dress, dress, dress nice, right? They go Taylor. <laughs> I don't dress they nice. They felt so bad for you that they went and gave you a layup. Mm. Bull, listen. Good job out of you, man. Bull easily could have pulled that I out. I could have pulled it out. Easily. By the way, by the way, <laughs> this is why that's why it was funny. What, you're not gonna see two grown white men walking in nowhere with no dress shoes. <laughs> they, they no. not wearing no no with no. Uh, 
Tito's going to pull up in his scooter. He's like, what do you mean? Now that he's got his scooter. Are you texting Tito right now? Hard bottom? Uh, <laughs> hold on. No, hold on here. I just want to, uh, let me see which one I want to go with. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to find the right image. Well, Jay's looking for that. Oh, here let it me... is. Here oh, it is. Oh, Jay found it. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I think this one, this is the one that I think kind of best uh, encap encapsules our relationship. Uh, if you can zoom in on that. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, what he was telling me right there was um, he only hit three home runs. It was the most he's ever hit in yeah, a that's right. single These season. Guys, this is, I, so, this is what, you know what, you know what you should have asked him? What? You should have said, what is some tips? Because I'm going up against this young stud and I need <laughs> to know how I'm going to strike him out. When is our date? Where so, I get so, so let me let me pull this. So, By the way, why has Jay not gotten Tito on the show? That's a good question. Uh, I think we will when we go to spring training. We'll, we'll have All an interview I know with Tito. Is that last week on my birthday, I got a text message from Jay Crawford. Uh -huh. He said happy birthday, and then it came with like three clips. Nope. You're, now that's not true. <laughs> it came with okay. You're right. It, Two the, clips and a golf no, clip. No, that's so not true. The clips came after you started. He said, thank you. I'm still taking you deep. <laughs> he came with some clips. And, and I, then just, I, said, I just want America to know. Then I sent him a clip of not, me throwing a fastball by not, a guy. Not, yeah. not the first clip. I'm not going to lie. That one was good. The slider. You're not touching my slider. That's my out pitch. I'm going. To, you're going right over the fence. Oh, what's I the can't dude, wait. What's the dude I, I, that I, I won the World I, Series I, for I, the Dodgers? I cannot took wait. Took him over to... Uh, Kurt Gibson. It's a home run for <laughs> Gibson on the back. Kurt Dodgers have won the game. <laughs> I can't what I just saw. Hey, Bull's going to be the umpire for that, by the way. Oh, you know what, Bull? You would make a great umpire. Bull would make I feel a great like umpire. I mean, when we do Joe our East. next Halloween show, I do think Bull should be an umpire. Joe East. Make sure you Joe are. East. <laughs> Good. I actually interviewed Joe West on a radio show. Yeah. Joe West was right a card. We used yeah. to have an ultimate Cleveland sports show, like Sports Day, where like Mikey plays against Dequell in basketball. Yes. Tyvis goes against you in baseball. Already. G and I do a sumo wrestling match. <laughs> I'm not like, Anthony's got to stop PKs from all of us. I ain't touching hey, nobody's body. Oh. I'll play all the video games. Director movies? Steve plays chess against Director Mike. No, he's the band for all of the competitions. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, he's the marching band. <laughs> By the way, somebody in the chat said this well, is actually uh, first, uh, too. You, you go first. You go first. Sorry. Actually, somebody said this in the chat. Somebody yeah. was like, does G. Bush pluck his eyebrows because I can't see him. I never <laughs> noticed that. Where did they go? We're learning a lot of things about your face. Now right. Right. Yeah. 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 Normally your glasses hide that. Yeah. Why is but he got that eyebrows? Do you pluck your eyebrows? No, they're just slight. I mean, them joints right here. I mean, there's a little bit of a, a corner right here. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. 
If we're talking about internet comments, someone in the YouTube chat said, looks like G. Bush's eyes took PTO today. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and that's brought to you by PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits. PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in East Lake Manor, Wycliffe, Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, full benefit packages, paid time off. And the signing bonus, you can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. <laughs> that, was that is back-to-back days with great internet comments. The we chat Lawrence, is undefeated lately. Lawrence, yeah. yesterday with the, yes, the OnlyFans cookbook. <laughs> and then that was great. With, did y'all, did y'all think <laughs> that was good. Did, did y'all see that the Titans released Taylor Lewan? Yeah. He's been, he hasn't played you know much what? the last few years. He, he's um, really dove into the media world. Yeah, he, he's yeah, going to be a media. A bar stool he's going to be a media superstar. Yeah. He's going to be, you know. By the he already way, is. His he podcast is. does silly numbers. But he's, and he's like 32 even, and played two games last year. So yeah. I, I don't know what he got it, left. Is it, it's, is it messed up that the time just keeps flying? I remember he got drafted. Like Yeah, I, I know. It's just I like, do too. Where I is do he too. out of? Michigan. 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 Oh, I hate him. Yeah, I know you And do. we still got top five guys. That's I don't want to not like him in his podcast because he's a Michigan guy, but he's, he's funny. By, by the way, I got uh, – yes, somebody I spoke to yesterday says – Man, I love watching you on the TV show more than even radio because at least now you cut out all of those shitty callers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can slow down a radio yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, right. Tim from Bedford, what do you got? All right, so uh, we got a top five. That's what Tim from Bedford's got today. And it is our five best second baseman yes. in baseball heading into the 2023 season. Did you struggle with this, Bull? I struggled uh, with the order a little bit. Um, the top three to me was easy. Yeah. Um, well, I actually debated two and three. I could have moved some too. But, like, I think four through nine or ten is like a toss-up. Yeah, it uh, is. After the top three to me. Uh, but go, go ahead, Mike. Well, who's your five? Okay, here's our top five. Top five. I thought four, I thought were pretty much locks. I think five you could argue, but we'll see yeah. how it goes. Number five, I had Glaber Torres of the no. Yankees. Oh, no, that's way that's too high. That's Yankees <laughs> That is way five. too high. <laughs> he had 24 home runs last year. I he know had he best did. defensive season array. He also had 28 doubles, which was second among seconds. That's, yeah, that's just too high. That sounds wow. like a French painter. Like, that, like I'm, I'm just He's Hispanic. I, listen, he still sounds like a French Glaber Torres. That's like, yo, I, I lived in France, but I was from Spain and Portugal. Like, no, I don't know who by, that guy is. By the all. way, uh, the Glaber Torres was acquired by the Yankees. Do you know how they got him? Chapman. Right? He rolled the Chapman trade oh, with the Cubs. Oh, oh, wow. And at the that's time, work, people were working. saying the Cubs gave up way too much. They did not. Chapman obviously helped them win the World Series, even yeah. though he blew it. It, it, but but uh, Glyber Torres has been a huge disappointment as a Yankee in the last few years, Dang. and he's pretty good. And because there's no clear number five guy, I can't kill you. But you're overrating. Him. I think he's. I, I, had a, I have him in my top ten, but not not he's top ten, not yeah, close yeah, yeah. to the top five. <laughs> okay, that's fair. All right, number four, Marcus, and I pronounce his last name Simeon. every time. Yeah, it's Simeon, correct? Simeon. Simeon. <laughs> Simeon. He had a down year last year, but he might be the most skilled second baseman. I have him at number three, actually. Oh, really? I got him four. I think he nailed it there, Mikey. He's my fourth. I I did struggle. I did struggle because I don't think that – I think I've got – my number four is probably not in your guys' list. I don't even know. That is – Perhaps. That's Trevor Simeon's younger brother who's a top recruit that goes to Arkansas. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't Trevor Simeon a quarterback of the Broncos? Yes. Yes, he is. So it used to be. Okay. The thing was Simeon versus my number three, which I'll get to in one second. Steve, don't take it. The question is, can he, Simeon, can he refine his 2021 form? And the question for Probably me here not. with Jimenez at number three is, can he 
prove it again and do it a second wow, year I have in a row. Jimenez is two. I, I have Jimenez is two. It's I thought it was a debate. Obviously, Jay doesn't have the guy at two that I do. I'm sorry. I had Jimenez at two. The guy I have at three, I thought it was borderline. The guy I have at three has had more good seasons than Jimenez, but I thought Jimenez's he season this past year was better than any season by the same. And guy. why is it debatable that they're just not going to keep him? Why is that a thing? It's, I don't think that is debatable. Debatable Of the guys that they have to lock up long-term, I think Jimenez oh, is at the top it, of the list. It's Rosario that might be gone. Yeah, Rosario is the guy that they, you know, they talked about. Jimenez has still got plenty of years of control. He does. We've got Rosario's control of him for a couple more left. years. But, but yeah. he's going to get a deal, right? You should get him yeah, a deal. Hopefully. I, of all the guys that are in that, he's 24. He he's get, the guy they I want to see lock them lock up long-term. I would lock – the two guys I'd most want to lock up right now are him and Quan. Because I think Juan's right. skill set is so projectable. They're both all-star caliber yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was going to say Gonzalez. But uh, who's your number two then? I just couldn't put Jimenez Jeff above McNeil. one or two because he oh, did it I one year. Oh, I had McNeil at four. Okay. I, I, I had sure. McNeil at two. Yeah, really? McNeil's two. Yeah, McNeil. He I love three. McNeil. Yeah. I do so too. Good. He also, by the way, he only had nine home runs last year, but he had 37 doubles, which was the most of any second base in the league. So he's got some pop in his bat, but he hit 326 last year. Here's the problem with McNeil and why I ultimately, even though he's had more big years than Jimenez because he's been around longer, I ultimately put him three because he has no power. He has no home run power. He only he had, had nine he, last year. He, yeah, right. right. For he, a second baseman, that's I, – I can't – I struggled putting him at four. I didn't think you guys would have him in. No, no I love him. Because <laughs> he doesn't hit for power. I love him, and he was on my fantasy team last year. But, oh, no wonder. But, that's what it he, is. And he has position flexibility because he can yeah, play Yeah, that, that helps. That but helps. He, the only year he hit a lot of home runs was 19, when the ball was juiced and everybody yeah. was hitting home runs. Yeah, yeah. He sounds, That's like when Brady Anderson hit all those. Like, I, well, no, Brady did it because he was juiced. He's a, second base is kind of a down <laughs> position. No clue. There's a lot of just like no, good players. Give me a solid defensive second base. Yeah, it's, yeah. All, it's not, Never it's heard not like catcher, but yeah. I will sacrifice some pop for the glove. For sure. You sure. want to be strong up yeah, the middle. Jeff, all these guys pretty Jeff much are McNeil. good defensive second Jeff basement. McNeil is a special teams coach for the Dolphins. I don't know <laughs> who he is. <laughs> Jeff McNeil? Yeah, Jeff McNeil. Uh, well, first one. of all, if, I, I bet a lot of Guardians fans don't because he's an, we don't see him. But here's the thing. With the new schedule now, we'll see him. they will. Yeah. You're going to – Every National League team will be here every other year. Every other year, yeah. The rules. And we'll play every National League team every, every year. year. Every year. Okay, yeah. so number one, I don't think there's a debate. Yeah, right? obviously. Tell yeah, me. I put out Tuve. I can't stand him, but I still think he's the best second Although, baseman in baseball. Although, I'll tell you, um, I, it was no debate for me. I was going to easily no, throw him yeah, at number yeah. one. I thought you might ding him for how horrible he was last year in the postseason. I mean, I, I factor in everything, but ultimately his track record, yeah, his body of work. He's a Hall of Famer. no debate. Yeah. And last you know last what? year was I, one of his better offensive years, too. Yeah, well, he had a great offensive year, but in the playoffs, the guy, I don't, he got, what, one or two hits the entire postseason? Yeah, he was terrible. He was playoffs. awful. But one thing I wanted to bring up, I know we only have a couple minutes left. I was, when I was doing this, I go, yeah, he's number one, you know, even though he had a bad postseason, he's, he's a surefire Hall of Famer. And then I started thinking, is he a surefire Hall of Famer? Because of the cheating? Because of the cheating. I, we don't know how they're going to react to that. I know. We don't. It's not like it's steroids. I can't remember who I had as my I bet five. They make him, I bet they make him wait. He's not. I don't think he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Although, when you see Jose Altuve in person, he's small on TV. Yeah. When you stand next to it's Jose amazing. Altuve, you're literally like, 
what grade are you in? One of the most amazing. He is tiny. One of the know? most amazing pictures ever is that picture of him standing next to Aaron Judge. Yes. Is like insane. Because you Aaron know what? Judge, I, I equate that to the picture that comes yeah, out every August from the Little League World Series where they put the kid from Saudi Arabia who's 6'2 yeah. next to the kid from Texas who's 4'11. Yeah. And when you look at the Altuve and Judge disparity, it's that's crazy. what it reminds me of. There's a foot difference. It's un- more than a foot. <laughs> Judge is 6'7". Uh, mm. What is Altuve listed I, I think he's 5'5". Five, he's five. listed at 5'9", but he is... He's not 5'9". Five nine. Nine. He is nowhere near 5'9". I'm telling you, when you stand next to him... I've the, interviewed him, and I don't look down on many people. I look down on him. How tall are you, Mike? Really? Tiny. Like 5'8". Yeah, I'm 5'... I'd say maybe he's 5'6". I think I'm 5'8", or 5'7", maybe. I don't know. What's, what's so crazy is his bat speed, his wrists are so strong. Amazing. You, you expect a guy like that to maybe be a punch and Judy hitter. This guy slap hitter. I mean, he's he's, he's got great baseball instincts. Is, he's and you know yeah. what? Nobody gave that kid a chance. He we, we had to show up to baseball tryouts, and they were dismissing him as soon as they put their eyes on him. Yeah. Well, like Pedroia, right before very him. much I like mean, Dustin Pedroia. Yeah. In second base, we have less than a minute. The only position where you could be significantly undersized and still be an unbelievably productive, probably baseball player. I think probably. Maybe a tiny corner outfielder. I mean, I, I can't I mean, see it five Juan, six. I guess. But, yeah, but think about it. Jose Ramirez is kind of small. He's not no prototypical power hitting third base. He's a lot base. bigger than five six though. And yeah, like but if you saw Jose Ramirez, seconds. didn't know who he was, you wouldn't think he was a great baseball player. No, no. just looking no. at him. You saw him in the gym, didn't you? Yeah, and you right. would never know he's an all star. Yeah. Never no. know. That guy's something else, too. All right, we got to wrap. All right, we're going to overtime. We've got a See great topic today. We're not going to tell you. We're just going to tease you by saying it's Pull a great up. topic. If you're not a coach's tier member, go drop the 499. You won't regret it. See you tomorrow. Cass is saying when, when the Ben Simmons get tatted up like that. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.